You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spy Family Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science family, a manga podcast family, not a network. I'm not here with my fam. Luke Hollywood could not record tonight. He's not sleeping. He actually is probably now, but he wasn't. He had something to do. Never told me what, so I think it's a little sus anyway. But I apologize for us not having a show last week. That's because Luke fell asleep. So there you go. <laughs> we go, you know, column A, column B. But unfortunately, Luke is not going to be with us tonight. And this is becoming, you know, kind of a habit here for at least this show. And it, I feel bad. The reason why I didn't do a show solo last week is because I had done a bunch of the spy families by myself. And I wanted to wait for Luke to do it. But I can't let this go for two weeks in a row. So I'm going to do this chapter eventually, maybe. Luke will join us. Maybe he'll join us and he'll be tired. Maybe he'll join us and he'll be drunk. I don't know. He's Irish. But so we're going to go into this. This is Spy Family Mission 30. And you start off with the Wise Safe House G, where you end up having an introduction to, first off, a spy that was trained by Twilight, but a spy who's also going to be working with Twilight on a side mission. And her name is Fiona. Frost and I like the naming convention there like comics Frost and she is the ice queen she has learned from Twilight never to smile never to have any expression she's stone-faced most of the people at the agency seem to be very scared of her they may not like her uh, but she doesn't care because she only likes one thing and one thing only and that is Twilight she is in love with Twilight she reveals it to Anya of the mind later but you can tell right away she is somebody who is so focused on trying to get your out of the picture to get to twilight that she starts talking to the chief here and everybody by saying things she shouldn't say out loud she's talking about possibly you know making anya quit or taking her out all this they're like whoa whoa, whoa you can't do that like, no, no, you you don't have anything to do with Operation Strix. That has to keep going. And you end up where Fiona, you can see how she works this. Like, ooh, but yeah, it's not really doing well, is it? It's taken a long time. Oh, don't worry. It was a, a long burn, you know, deal anyway. This wasn't something that we thought. Oh, yeah, but it really, it's it's nonsense. And she really, really wants to become Twilight's fake wife. And I like the play because she, like Twilight, at least before, Spies don't have real lives Spies can't fall in love Spies can't have husbands and wives And she knows this She was taught by Twilight But in her mind The closest thing that she ever would be able to get to all Would be the fake wife And she's mad that she was not picked She's really mad But she was busy at that time She was on a mission So they couldn't They may have I mean it might have been the deal I really would have pitied Anya because this woman is not nice. This woman is almost the female Yuri, but in a way like Yuri, first off, Yuri is the brother of yours, so it's a little creepier. I mean, but the idea, Yuri is so focused on your that, yeah, he doesn't really like everybody else. And he tries. You end up having the same thing with Fiona, but I swear you almost get the play that she might just kill people. 
just because they did. She's too, she's dangerous. I think Yuri's kind of a bumbling idiot, though. At the end, he's kind of dangerous, too. So really, this is the female Yuri uh, for the book. But she is codenamed Nightfall. The woman had ambition, it says, and she's going off. And it's funny, she stops in to the apartment. Yur is there by herself. Twilight is out walking Bond with Anya. But the thing is, Fiona knows this. And this is why she came at this point. And she introduces herself because her undercover deal is that she works with Lloyd at the hospital. So she says, I work with Dr. Forger. I'm sorry to drop in, but your daughter left her magnifying glass at the hospital when she just visited. And it's funny because that is when you ended up having Anya and she was like Sherlock Holmesing it with the with the magnifying glass. So, again, it makes sense. And really, this issue will have a couple little things that I like. The idea that it does show you that everything, it's like everything is a piece of the puzzle and everything fits. When something is mentioned or something going, the idea that the magnifying glass got left behind at the hospital, that makes total sense, doesn't seem forced. And Fiona uses this as an excuse to go. She's using it to go to the apartment. But now she's going to try to figure out what she can do to take out your. And she starts thinking at one point about it seems to kill her. The thing that I love about that is if she tried that, it's almost like you're sitting there and as a reader, you're going to obviously be on side team your because yours are gal here. Right. And you're just wanting maybe you could just just try it. Just try to fight your right now, Fiona. I want to see what happens because of how much how deadly your is. But yours all smiles she's trying to go oh my god and and it, it's driving fiona nuts she's trying to come up with a way now and she says it's too risky for me to just you know rub her out to have her disappear so i have to convince her to leave herself i have to convince her to just leave so she sees a picture of lloyd and your and onion says oh is that your daughter oh look at her what a handful she seems so active must be a real problem you know it must really stink to have to have the burden of a child that's always running around and plus not really your child right now the fun play here is again and there's a lot of fun plays you have to remember that fiona knows that this is a fake family and she knows all about this so she can end up twisting and turning things and sticking the knife in, in certain places because she does know and the thing is, Yor doesn't know that she knows and is desperately trying to make sure that she doesn't mess up the idea of her being Lloyd's wife and Anya's mom. So at one point, she's just repeating to herself, you're Lloyd's wife, you're Lloyd's wife. She doesn't want to mess up. But the thing is, Fiona's going in and trying to, you know, stick the knife in in places that you're not going to do much damage because Yor loves Anya. We know this. And she ends up saying, oh, what, Anya? Oh, no. I don't mind her being, I prefer her being active. She's great. And really, we have so much fun together. And that's, you know, not a problem at all. She says, I'd rather have a energy filled child than some child who's listless and just moping around. So it works out. And it's funny that she says, Anya and I have a lot of fun together. And there's Fiona. And she's thinking, spare me the affection. You're no mother. Like she is so mean and angry. But you end up because your does get a little nervous and jerky, especially talking. So, and this, remember here, this is something that really is, she hasn't had to do too much. First off, have a guess, but 
they're there and she's kind of being grilled by Fiona and Lloyd isn't there and Anya isn't there. Like she's on her own. And I think it's getting to her. I think that she's getting nervous because she thinks she's going to mess up and she doesn't want to mess up for Lloyd. So she does then say, but I'm sure it's hard for Lloyd with him being spread so thin already. If only I was good at more things. And so she's, she's being honest. I mean, she can't cook worth a lick and uh, she is a real sus babysitter at points. We've seen her where she's hanging out and the next thing, you know, it's happened multiple times where Anya just wanders off, but we know that she has, she has a heart of gold and the hands of an assassin, but you end up where Fiona's like, yes, now I'm in. She's showing some inadequacies. I can get to this. She seems to be upset about those. So let me dig in. And she says, Indeed, Dr. Forger often complains about that at work, about her not being good at things, she's saying. He grumbles that his wife is always, and she doesn't get the finish because in the door come Lloyd, Anya, and Bond. And really, if you don't love Anya, which I can't see how anybody couldn't love Anya the minute that she shows up in this book, but if somehow you've been able to fight back the affection I don't know how you can. She opens the door and yells, Anya in the house. <laughs> it's the best. And she's all happy. And then she sees this lady like, oh, what's this going on? Oh, there it is. And she says, hey, I have your magnifying glass. Oh, oh, great. All right. And that is what she says to Lloyd. Oh, Dr. Forger, I came to return your daughter's magnifying glass. And rightly so. Twilight says, well, you could have given to me at the office. You didn't have to come here. And I think, again, that he's worried that you know, maybe this is uncomfortable for your. Luckily, your really can't mess up. If she reveals something, yeah, I think that then you'd have old, you know, Nightfall, uh, Fiona. She would probably end up using that to go to Twilight and say, yeah, she spilled the beans. She can't have her out, whatever. But it's not going to ruin the mission because obviously Fiona knows all about the mission. But you end up where this is pretty funny because you end up having a conversation go on between Lloyd and Fiona. But the thing is, they're talking normally, but while they're talking, they are mouthing other words that they then lip read and have a private conversation. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. And in that, it would work, right? It would work 99.9% of the time. Unfortunately, that other little smidgen where it won't work is when you have a little girl who could read minds and is her mind's going all over the place because she realizes right away that Fiona is a spy. Goes, oh my God, this lady's a spy. Like, Papa. And then all of a sudden realize they're they're fighting with each other. And so she realizes that. Oh my God, they're fighting. Is she one of the bad spies? Like it's crazy. And Anya's like ping-ponging back and forth because they they are arguing about things and what they have to do and all that. But then It goes beyond that because then as Fiona just stops, she has her, you know, non-emotional face. She ends up reading the mind of Fiona saying, I love you. And I like the idea that this is so crazy to Anya. She shakes her head and rubs her eyes like that. And then it just keeps going. I mean, it gets full out very much like Yuri. So it's crazy. But yeah, you end up where Anya is just like, oh, my God. But in this then. Throughout this rest of this, Fiona, as she thinks about things, she's thinking about wedding bells. Anya sees that. She's thinking about how 
she could show up and make the house run efficiently. Anya sees that. But at points, you end up having, and this has happened before, the idea of punishing Anya and how bad it would be. You know, at one point, it was like Becky. Oh, my God, Becky wants to be. Now it's this everybody wants to marry Papa. And so you have all this going on. Anya's losing her mind. And you do have, oh, well, does anybody want to drink? Why don't I make some coffee? Yours says, and I'll get you some cocoa. Anya, Anya's just like, she doesn't even hear her. She's so enthralled and over the top with this of the mind conversation that yours like, Anya, are you okay, Anya? And they do end up having coffee and having the things. But throughout all this, too, you have your husband saying, what was she going to say? You know, Lloyd goes to work and complains that I don't do things good and she wishes that, you know, this and that. And so you end up having her, you know, that's thrown her off. She's making the deal. She gives Anya the cocoa and it just keeps going, though. It keeps going where Anya keeps hearing of the mind and just the idea that Fiona wants to take over. Fiona wants to be the mama, all this stuff going on. Also, there's this little play that. Your brings out the coffee and puts milk there for Lloyd. And because you end up having Fiona know everything about Lloyd, says, oh, he takes his coffee black. Well, she should know this if she was a real wife. And that's the thing, though. Lloyd's, oh, thank God. Uh, here, I'm going to have the cream. Now, in that, Fiona thinks that Lloyd is actually using the cream because it was put there and he wants to cover for your, but it's not really. He actually says in his mind, it's almost to give less caffeine and less of it because he's having problems in the stomach hurts. And he wants to get this done, but he says, I think I'm going to have to tell your to switch to decaf. So you end up where Anya, at one point, it thinks that it's funny. She thinks that Fiona is hilarious. All this stuff going back and forth. So she's holding her cup, but she's not paying attention. It's starting to drip, and then she drops it. The one thing that I got a little upset at, actually, Twilight yells out, what are you doing? And I, I thought that, that was a little over the top. But you do have your say, oh, my God, Anya, are you OK? The cocoa didn't burn you, did it? And you have Anya, no, no, just a little. And then you have Fiona sitting there. If I raised this girl, she'd be a stronger daughter. And Twilight, if he had the time, he would have already taught her to be able to catch that cup before it fell. The best part, though, is, and it's pretty funny, is while this is going on, Bond is trying to get to the hot chocolate. And dogs, legitimately, they can't eat chocolate. It is poisonous to them. And Lloyd knows this and worries about Bond. And he goes, Bond, don't do that. You can't lick that. That's poison to you. And it's just an aside. But I really like it. Our dog will try to rip you apart to get to chocolate. And I sit there and I'm like, Mia. Why are you growling at me? I am saving your life. I think that I should be appreciated like Lloyd, but I'm not. She always growls at me and stuff. But you end up where Fiona's thinking about this, like, I would run this house with an iron fist. And this girl, I would make her into a Stella Star procurement machine. That's where Anya busts out of her, oh, my God, this lady's so funny. And, oh, my God, this lady loves Papa. Oh, realizes then, oh, my God. And. It's a, it's a little girl thing. Like, she didn't get the idea before that with this lady imagining getting married to Papa, that that would make her mama. But now she really realizes because it's right there in the mind. If I end up being the mother, I will whip this child into shape. Oh, no, this this woman wants to be my mama. 
I can't let that happen. Now, I like the play here because what you're seeing, I'm legitimately of the mind this lady in a sus military uniform is whipping Anya. Looks like maybe there's blood going on the desk and making her study, study, study. Before this, way back when we started this, if Anya would have seen this of the mind, she probably would have said, oh, my God, I don't want to be whipped. Oh, my God, I don't like studying. Oh, my God, I can't. She doesn't say that. She actually says, this woman wants to be my mama. I can't let that happen. Now she does see the sus things, but I think it's more than that. And it's more of, oh, my God, I don't want to lose your either. I mean, this is her family. And so she ends up then going so over the top to the point of really trying now, trying to convince her papa how much she loves your even though she does but she's really laying it on because now she's afraid that papa will fall in love with fiona and that, but that's not going to happen but it's also it's funny because your doesn't know how to react at first it really throws her off because that's not something that they do all the time anya pretty much throws herself at your oh mama thank you i love you so much you're the greatest mama ever and there's like whoa where's this coming from but she ends up realizing, oh, my God, and almost starts crying because it's so nice. And Anya says, the way you wiped up my co- cocoa, you're the best mama in the whole world. And you end up where yours about to cry. Oh, Anya, Lloyd's like, really? For, for cocoa? Like, he doesn't understand it. And then you have it. And this is one of the best moments in this book so far. I love, hey, Anya's in the house. But this where you end up having Fiona say, I can be loving too, you know, of the mind. And then says, oh, Anya, I have some super yummy imported cocoa. Would you like some? And Anya turns and hisses at her. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Ever. She just freaks out and hisses at her with this craziest face, which freaks out everybody, including your and Twilight. Like, what? And then, oh, and then you do have your say, oh, she's probably just nervous since we have a guest. And yeah, she hissed at her. It's so crazy. It looks very vampire-esque. And so uh, you have Twilight say, go play with Bond. And then Anya keeps it going. Oh, I'm so happy, Bond. I have a loving mama and papa. And I have you. We have the best family. The Forgers are so awesome, aren't they? It's the best to be in this family. I never would. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And they're just like, oh, my God. And they're, it's always this thing. It happened before where Anya will react this way to try to fix something or save something. But they'll always take this as, oh, my God, I didn't realize that she became that bonded to us. Or I can't believe that this. And I do like it. But you do then. Because I think that it's your now realizing, you know what? We do have a great family. She throws herself at Twilight. I'm going to try harder. I won't mess up. I don't want you to talk about me. I will wipe up Coco for the rest of my life. And you have to, uh, okay. And then you end up where all this going on. But it does look like it has a good effect on Twilight. Now, he is smiling. Fiona's trying to play this off. Oh, I know this man. He taught me. Spies don't have feelings. They don't fall in love. They don't have this. He's doing this as an act. There he is. He's smiling. I've seen this fake smile on his face. Oh, wait a minute. I feel that there's some feelings underneath it. It gets her all upset. 
And she's like, oh, my God, he does care. This is the worst. Oh, my God, this is terrible. And I don't believe it. I would never think that this would ever happen. She says, I can see a tiny hint of real emotion seeping out from beneath it. Again, if you want to go and it's such a nice little panel. Anya's there smiling, looking at Papa. And here's the thing. In my mind, you end up where, yeah, I can see a tiny hint. That doesn't mean that it's a tiny emotion. This is a guy that can hide everything, and the emotions are starting to get so much that he can't even keep it in. That little bit, that, that's the tip of the iceberg. The rest there is the Titanic, and I'm swear, half of the Titanic, if not more, is just Anya herself because she's so cute and lovable and all that. So he is, you know, liking the family, and that's kind of a cool way to let that be known. So then you end up where it's like, ugh. Foiled for now, and Fiona's going to leave. She's like, I got to get going. And she mouths to Lloyd as they're leaving, like, oh, and by the way, we have a mission together, you know, later. And it's so funny, like, that's the whole deal. Like, Why couldn't you tell me sport? She leaves, and it's pouring rain. And the clever thing with this, the setup is, remember, Twilight and Anya and Bond, they came back from the walk early because it looked like rain. So now it's raining. And, and that's just... That, that has nothing to do with anything But that makes everything Feel so right in these It really does and everything kind of Works out except for at the end I don't know that he That Lloyd because he says Oh my god she forgot her umbrella I'm going to go take it to her I'll walk her to the station but I'll give her the umbrella And they're like okay and when He goes out there to give the umbrella That's where she says by the way we have a Mission coming up and, uh, yeah, I don't know that he ever gave the umbrella to her, but she turns and it's raining and she's happy that it's raining because it hides the tears. She's crying and he kind of sees it, but then she snaps out of it because, you know, she's a spy and she was taught by Twilight and she has the thing. And I, I like the idea that almost in my mind, she is the like Yuri. Yuri wants to make sure there's no more wars to protect your. That was his big mission. That's why he does his job. I'll stop. And unfortunately, it goes against Twilight. Like all these things swirl around. But I think that you get to the point here where Fiona realizes that she's got to stop the war because then maybe this fake marriage will end and then she can make her move. But for now, they're just spies. They're working together and she's going to have to keep those emotions in. But she lets herself cry in the rain this one time and then says pretty much now, I think that she decides Maybe I'll dig into Lloyd now because she's like, ah, you're, you're getting soft with this family nonsense. Like, really, you're slow now. And when we go on this mission that I just told you about, and I should have before. Uh, yeah, don't tie me down. Don't end up dragging me down with you because you're so sus. And then he, she ends up thinking like the joint mission. I'll be able to show how capable I am. I'll make you realize that I'm the only one fit to be your wife and goes off so that. The deadly ice queen Fiona has been defeated for now, but who knows what happens next. And there is a long arc with her coming up, but you end up being introduced to that. There's a lot of like subtle things, little plays about the whole relationship, showing that Lloyd, in fact, does like his family, if not love them already. But it's, you know, it's going to keep growing and whatnot. And it just gives you funny, great Anya hissing like a vampire. And also you get your, you know, getting nervous and really your wants to be good. Your wants to end up 
you know, making the whole thing work and whatnot. So I, I thought that that was really, really cool. But I would give this a 9 out of 10. The whole series is, you can't go wrong with it. Even the worst chapters are better than some of other books' best. So 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Luke missed another banger. As always, you know what? That is unacceptable. But please go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. He'll follow you back. And then you can throw shade at Luke Hollywood. Tell him he's nonsense. He's, you know, MIA. That's what he is. That's the thing. We'll end up, why don't we call him from now on? We'll just take the cue from my dog and call him Mia, M-I-A. I'm going to do that from now on. I'll see what he thinks about that. But also go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you can get early access to up to seven episodes of our Manga Monday show. Help us out for all of these things that we do and get some of the reading clubs in advance, too. But thank you. Again, I apologize for no show last week, but we'll keep going. Me and Mia will be back. Luke Hollywood Mia will be back next week, hopefully. But I'll talk to you all then. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.